0: Hello San Pedro podcast episode 24. You are listening to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. This week's episode is all about... Women. Uh, not only am I interviewing uh, Pam Costa, who is the only female candidate for honorary mayor um, of San Pedro this in this candidate race. Um, but I'm also going to take a little bit of time here in the intro to highlight some of the amazing women in our community who were on the San Pedro Today um, community magazine. So I don't know if you have taken a look at it yet, but the cover is full of amazing women from this, um, from this community community, all people doing amazing things, um, and I wanted to kind of highlight some of these women uh, because they, a few of them have been on my podcast, um, and I feel like it's a good time to kind of like check in with them and see what they're up to, and yeah, so the first one I'm going to highlight is uh, Angela Romero, shout out to you, girl. Angela Romero was on episode one, and she was also on episode 15, which is the very first episode of the year um, for 2019. Uh, Not only is she an amazing friend of mine, um, she's a writer, historian, and she's now the president of the San Pedro Heritage Museum. Some of you are like, what? Which? what museum? How come I don't know about this? It is brand spanking new and it is in the very early stages of becoming a nonprofit. Um, so it doesn't have a physical location yet, but she is heading up this amazing, uh, project. So I'm, I'm so excited about it. Um, there's actually going to be the first event for the San Pedro heritage museum. Um, sorry, the first photo scanning event. So if you want to come to first Thursday tonight at, uh, findings, which which is right next to the Warner Grand, um, they're actually going to be doing a photo scanning event for their first project, San Pedro Built. So if you have historic photos of San Pedro, maybe from your early childhood or from your parents' early childhood, um, photos of your old home in San Pedro or your old church or any type of architecture um, from San Pedro. I, I think she would be very interested in seeing them and getting them scanned. Um, so yeah, definitely go out tonight and support her um, and the San Pedro heritage museum. Super proud of this girl. And I'm so glad that she made the cover of the magazine because she definitely needed to be highlighted. She's an amazing woman. Um, okay. I'm just going in order of the, the, the magazine order that they listed the women in. Um, next, next woman who was on my podcast, Cindy Bradley. Okay. So you guys need to listen to Cindy Bradley's episode if you haven't already. And also listen to Missy Copeland. Um, I think it's episode three fangirling over Misty Copeland. Cindy Bradley is the artistic director of San Pedro city ballet and owner of San Pedro ballet school. Um, And she actually made a recent announcement um, on Facebook. I think Uh, there was an article posted to her Facebook that the biopic um, Misty Copeland's biopic actually uh, life in motion actually found their director so I mean it's only a matter of time before we get this amazing Missy Copeland biopic out. Um, I need to ask Cindy who she wants to play her in this biopic film. I can't wait. Um, the the director is going to be Nzinga Stewart, um, who has directed episodes of Scandal and Grey's Anatomy. So I am super excited about this biopic, and it stars two of our very own Petra women, Cindy Bradley and Missy Copeland. So. I'm really happy to see that Cindy Bradley was a part of this, um, this article. I'm, it was really awesome to see her here. She's such an amazing woman. She really invests into the community and she's so passionate about what she does. Um, next, uh, next woman who was also in our podcast and is featured here is, uh, Stacey Jackson, who is the owner and founder of Nuda, which is a, um, juice shop here in downtown. Um, It was just so cool to see her here because after I had interviewed with her... Her episode was um, episode 19. Um, It was really obvious to me that this woman was super passionate about what she does, and she cares very much for her customers and her clients, and she really just wants to help everybody achieve a healthier lifestyle. Um, And not only that, but she's been in the the San Pedro downtown area for a few years now, and she's just like held her own. I mean, to see that that business is not... um, Um, has not gone anywhere, and if anything has only grown, it is really encouraging to see because these last few years in the downtown area hasn't exactly been, you know, a big a big time of, you know, booming economy, a a local economy. So, um, it is encouraging to hear from her. And I really got, I hope you guys all take a listen to her episode. It was awesome to see her here featured. I am very proud to have had, um, her on the show. Um, next, and this one is a big one too. Um, the next woman in this article who was also on our podcast is Julie Bender. Uh, she was on episode four and, if you guys don't know Julie Bender, um, first of all, a couple, you just need to listen to her episode, um, but one of the main reasons that you'll know about this woman is because she is the mosaic artist of the 25th Street mural project, um, so if you've gone down 25th Street and you've seen that beautiful, sparkling, uh, just gorgeous mosaic that it pretty much, you know, lasts almost a whole entire block <laughs> after you turn from Western. Um, I mean, it's amazing. And this was her passion project. It was, it was, it was her wanting to take a part of Pedro that was ugly and was not being respected and to instead highlight it and cover it in, in his, in beauty. And honestly, San Pedro's story and, and history and culture. Um, So if you haven't taken a look at that mural, definitely take a look. Um, She was actually featured on, uh, I think channel two news this week. um, And she announced that she will be having a grouting event, I believe on March 23rd. So I'll have to check in with her to get you more details on it, but definitely check in um, on that episode. She's an amazing woman. Um, And I think this is, let's see here. Yeah, last but not least, um, Mandy Barton. She is the next woman in this article that was also on my podcast. Um, You definitely need to listen to her on episode 20 uh, with the Chory Man. Um, She is the owner, managing partner of the Chory Man and Salchicha Foods. Um, And she also makes cheese, which is amazing. And I haven't gotten to sit down with her and talk to her about how she got into cheese making, but I definitely want to. Um, the really awesome thing about this woman is that she saw just raw talent, raw hustle in The Chori Man, and, um, and she wanted to just see that business succeed. She, she came alongside Umberto Ragoza, who is also a candidate for honorary mayor. Um, but she came alongside him and what she was able to help him turn this business into has been amazing. And, um, I was really honored to have her on my podcast. It was such a, a privilege being able to interview her and Umberto and get the firsthand story of, from the Tory man and how that business came to be. Um, I know, that she's going to go on to do amazing things here. So it was it was really awesome to see her in this um, article as well because all of these women here are just passionate San Pedrins. Um, there was a lot of other women in this article who are also amazing and i'm just gonna let you all know elise sherry elizabeth lydia jessica leslie mona linda linda grimes i love you girl and i'm coming for you uh mary Francis, susan mckenna um let's see here jenny and trina jasserie stacy liz okay all of these women Are amazing. And when I read about what they are and what they're doing here, I'm just even more blown away. So I just want to let all you other women who haven't been on the podcast yet, I am coming for you. (laughs) Um, I am. Super proud to just be a part of this community and super proud to to know that we are a community of female um, doers. We're a, a community of strong, powerful women. Um, and a uh, big shout out to Joshua Stecker, who is the editor-in-chief of the San Pedro Today magazine, um, for, for running this. I absolutely love it. I think it's amazing. And um, there really hasn't been anything like it. So just... Thank you. Thank you for highlighting these amazing women. Um, Women in general have come a long way. It is Women's History Month, and actually tomorrow is International Women's Day, I believe. Um, Women have come a long way, and... um, and though we have come a long way, and though we have accomplished a lot, and though we've proven a lot of people wrong about um, what we're capable of, um, I, I do have to say that we still have a long way to go. Um, I think we've seen a little bit of setbacks in, you know, in today's like political climate, maybe, um, or possibly just the social environment. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I that have shown me that women still need to hold their own women still need to be um constantly proving themselves to just get the same amount of respect that you know either amanda's or um someone in power has you know what i mean um you know when it comes to these kind of things i try not to focus on them on a larger scale um but i do want to share something personal (laughs) <laughs> and also local that happened uh, just a couple nights ago. Um, so so I don't know if you guys are on the F- F- San Pedro Facebook page, um, but there was a post in the San Pedro Facebook page Um And it was an article that uh, talked about how more and more people are living in their cars. It's like a whole new group of homeless people that are living in their cars, Um, not necessarily by choice, but because they have to um, in order just to make ends meet in, you know, as the demands of our lives and the expenses of our lives get more and more expensive. Um, anyways, in the, in the link to this article that somebody posted in the San Pedro Facebook group in this link was a photo of a woman laying down in her Prius. Um, and we couldn't see her face. She was face up. So the camera angle really couldn't get her face, but you could see kind of like her looking at her phone over her chest. Um, well, um, you know, I usually stay out of things like this, but some, somebody commented, um, of course, some guy zoomed in on her breasts, took a screenshot and posted it in the comments and said, nice with this smirky emoji face. And like I said, normally I don't even get involved. You know, if I see some just nonsense happening, some ignorance happening, I really choose to not to get into it because it's not worth my own personal sanity it's not worth my peace of mind I'm not trying to get into any internet drama on a regular basis um, because it, it where would I draw the line you know um, but this particular photo this particular instance I don't know why but it really upset me I don't know if it's because he was sexually objectifying a woman who was experiencing homelessness or just the fact that he was sexually objectifying a woman period um I, I don't think I liked that this woman was anonymous and she was in a vulnerable state and probably didn't consent to having her photo taken and definitely didn't consent to having her boobs wide on, a, you know, a wide Zoom um, and posted in some local Facebook group. Anyway, something about it really just got to me and I said, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I'm just going to ask him to remove the photo. So in the comments, I said, hey, would you mind removing removing this photo it's somewhat sexually objectifying this woman is it can you please take it down Um, and of course he responds I'm just admiring her breasts what's wrong with that and you know it's really easy to kind of like go low when you get these like ignorant comments. Um, especially when he obviously already knows that it's probably not cool to do this. Um, but I've said, you know what benefit of the doubt, I'm just going to explain to him why it's not okay to do this. So I responded, um, something like, you know, I understand why you might think this is okay. Um, but coming from a woman, you know, But being on the receiving end, women don't normally take it this way. Um, In fact, it's considered sexual harassment in the workplace and in many public, um, situations. And then I said, you know, I'm sure if you have a a daughter, a sister, a mother, I'm sure you could understand that they might not want their photo zoomed into on their breasts and then posted in a local Facebook group. Um, so I just, kindly explained that and of course his response was to go digging through my Facebook profile and all of my photos and finding a picture of me in a bikini top and zooming in on my breasts and then posting that photo in this thread. This is a comment thread on a post posted in the San Pedro Facebook page. Um, So, when he did that, I was like, "Wow. Touche. That's what I get for speaking up for women. Um for a random woman who was just being anonymously sexually harassed." Um and I mean, it wasn't a terrible photo of me, so I wasn't like completely devastated. But had it been a, a photo of me in a more vulnerable state, had it been a photo of me that I didn't upload myself, um, you know, I, I probably would have been a little bit um, mortified and humiliated. Um, and it was it was kind of just this moment where I was like, wow, somebody in our community like did that to me. Somebody in my community made a personal attack, but it wasn't just a personal attack. It had a sexual harassment um, angle to it. And it was just really sad to see that happen in our own in our own Facebook group. Um, but one of the amazing things and, um, the person who made my night, um, cause like even if you report a photo and say, Oh, it's, it's a picture of me that I didn't consent to. Um, it takes a while for Facebook to get it down. They have to kind of like analyze it or I'm not really sure of the process, but it doesn't come down right away. So this photo was remained on this thread, um, for a few hours, <laughs> um, a couple nights ago. And you know, my husband had to see it in there. It was kind of embarrassing. Um, and I felt really stupid for even saying anything in the first place. But, um, but thankfully I had messaged, um, Steve Caceres, who is one of the admins of the Facebook group. And, um, as soon as he got my message without hesitation, he just said, I'm sorry that you went through that. We don't tolerate that behavior here. I removed him from the group. Um, and so just to see him, have my back on this situation which is so weird because obviously it's not cool what he did with the this other commenter did um but like at the same time I kept thinking like I wasn't gonna be understood like I, I, I thought I was gonna have to explain myself like why I wanted it taken down it's not so funny that that you know we're still in a in a society that has has us as women second guessing ourselves all the time um, anyway of course Steve was an amazing um, amazing guy and of course uh, fulfilling his responsibility as an admin and upholding the um the rules of the Facebook group and he posted he posted on that thread there will be no tolerance of any violence or violent threats and there will be no tolerance of like sexual harassment and people posting photos without other people's consent um that is not tolerated I kicked somebody out of the group this is just a reminder um so I really 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 appreciated that um from Steve and I I just want to shout out Steve um because it's it's guys like him who have our back, but then also it's guys like Josh who highlight women who are doing amazing things. These are two types of allies to women in this day and age that are so invaluable. And I can't tell you how much, um, how much we appreciate that. I want to shout you guys out for being good guys and for, recognizing us as human beings and giving us respect that we deserve. Um, and also acknowledging our accomplishments, um, which is, which is really awesome. It's heartwarming and it's amazing to see at the end of the day. We just have awesome people within the community. Even when we do have people who like to be (laughs) thorns in our sides and who are fighting against, you know, the level playing field that we're trying to achieve. There are people working hard towards it. Um, um, so thank you to all of you amazing women who were highlighted in this, um, in this uh, San Peter Today article. And thank you, Josh, uh, Joshua Stecker for putting them there. And thank you, Steve Caceres for doing me a personal favor, but also a favor to women in the group. <laughs> Um, in that Facebook group. So thank you guys so much. Uh, now I want to get into the main interview for this episode um, with Pam Costa, who is a candidate for honorary mayor. You'll have to excuse my voice because you can tell that I had a cold that was still lingering. Hopping on um, a 24 hour trip to Vegas did not help <laughs> um, because I was screaming at a Gwen Stefani concert. Um, anyways, I really enjoyed sitting down with Pam. She is an amazing woman who is a big part of this community. Um, I'm just going to quickly introduce her before we get into the episode. Um, so, Pam Costa has lived in St. Peter since the age of seven. She attended Mary Star Elementary and high school from the first grade all the way to 12th grade. And she ran for Fiesta Queen and so did her daughter. So raising money for charity has been something that she's been doing for a long time. Um, she worked at Holy Trinity School for seven years and is now with the Port of Los Angeles High School and has been there for the last 11 years. Uh, she is a leadership director for Pola she is passionate about the youth in our community as well as our four-legged friends and this is why she decided to run for honorary mayor Uh, she's married to dominic costa who holds the current um honorary mayor title and by the way, she raised over $51,000 for his campaign. This will be the third honorary camp, uh, honorary mayor campaign that she's, she'll be a part of. And this is her first time as a candidate herself. Um, so I am really excited to sit down with her in this episode. We had an amazing conversation. Um, and I want to wish her all the luck in the world. It was really awesome to hear from a woman who is passionate about the charities that she's chosen. Um, um, and I will have all the links to her how you can follow her campaign and her social media pages at the end. So be sure to stick around. All right, so today on the show, I have Pam Costa, who is also running for honorary mayor of San Pedro um thank you so much Pam for being here I'm very excited oh I'm excited too thank you for having me um so it sounds like we both came from Vegas yes
1: (laughs) we did I just landed last night
0: I know I've been kind of behind in fact I think I still need to post um a few things for the podcast but it was worth it and worth
1: every second yeah
0: definitely a much-needed getaway um how has your run been so far
1: it's been really, really exciting. This isn't. Um, this is like my third rodeo. So okay, you know, I kind of know the ins and outs. Um, mm-hmm. Probably six, seven years ago, I was the campaign manager for Dave Martinez. Oh, okay, that's and, good to know. Yeah, and we won. We won that one. That was a big one. Awesome. And then, as everybody knows, two years ago, my husband ran, mm-hmm. and we had a great run with that, and he won. So I said, you know what? Third time's a charm for me. Hopefully, we'll see. Oh it's wow! So you've race. been a
0: part of two honorary mayor campaigns. Mm-hmm. He won both of the last ones. Yeah. That's exciting. It is exciting. You're tough competition, I think.
1: Uh, you know what? We're we're all in it for the pure reasons and that's what's more important at this point.
0: Yeah, it sounds like I think um we discussed with like even Rudy, you know, no there's no losers here. Absolutely not. Yeah.
1: Absolutely not. At the end
0: of the day, we're raising a lot of money for local charities, which is awesome.
1: And that's really the only reason why I decided to run because I'm so in love with my three charities mm-hmm. and that is the only reason why i'm running really
0: that's awesome i think the competition is like really fun and exciting and this this year we've had more honorary like candidate co- candidates for honorary mayor i think this ever. is the
1: first to have so many
0: wow yeah. is it usually like two or three Two or three uh-huh. okay yeah yeah this is very cool um so you said that you moved from or you moved to beecher when you were young right yes when i was seven okay uh, we moved here from the east coast my wow. dad got transferred.
1: He was in a, the electronics world. Okay. And um, so he got a job out here. So we all moved. And I had an aunt who lived here. Mm-hmm. So at least we had a little bit of family because I'm an only child. Okay. And um, I went to Cabrillo. hmm for kindergarten and then I went to Mary Star Elementary and then on to Mary Star High School so I'm a Catholic girl
0: yeah that's exciting well like George he went through the the Catholic school run Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. Um, I think you know a lot of people are familiar with that we have a lot of Italians and Croatians and you know a lot of Mexican families who prioritize, you know, their absolutely. Catholic religion. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: And we only had one car, so my mom and I, we walked to school every day. Okay. So we lived right on 6th Street, and she oh, still wow. lives there. So
0: that's cool. Yeah. And so, um, and you met Dominic. Is he a local here?
1: Oh, Dominic. He's absolutely local. <laughs> he's a Pija boy through and through.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we will be married 30 years in April.
0: Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good one. So, what is um, what was some of the things that you learned on his whole campaign for honorary mayor?
1: Just the generosity mm-hmm. of people was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is the best story that I can tell. And Dom's such a good guy. Everybody in Pedro knows him. He's coached a million kids. Yeah, I've heard, you heard know, about he's him. He's been at San Pedro High School coaching football. Um, he took a little break and coached at Mary Star for a little bit, and then he came back to Pedro. That's where his heart is, and mm-hmm. he absolutely loves Corey Miller. So there's no way he wouldn't coach with Corey. Right. But when we were running, um, I was sitting at my desk one morning, mm-hmm. and it was hard. You know, we had two good candidates too, and Dom was the only male running against two women. Oh, okay. So I opened up my computer, and I had his GoFundMe, you know, as part of my desktop the whole time, every day, and there was a five thousand dollar donation. Wow. And I just started sobbing. Mm -hmm. And I called him at work, and I'm crying. Mm -hmm. He's like, what does it matter? Who died? (laughs) You know? Yeah.
0: I go, go
1: on your GoFundMe. I said, one of your friends from high school just donated $5,000 to your campaign.
0: Wow, that's And we were
1: both just like, he was speechless. He had no words. And the the man who donated um, said, you know what? Your family, you were my brother in high school. Why wouldn't I? Mm -hmm. And that was just amazing. And then... A girl donated ten dollars. I'm gonna get all emotional. Um, That's okay. Who is dying of cancer? <laughs> oh, my and didn't gosh. even have twenty five dollars. She didn't even have twenty five dollars to donate, mm-hmm. and donates it. So yeah. it, it was stories like that that are just amazing.
0: Yeah, no, that so, really is amazing. You just don't expect that. I think when yeah, you no, when you begin these endeavors, no. no. I think um, the way most people look at fundraising and the way I have is just like, you know. I'm always interested in all the fundraising efforts and mm-hmm. all the ideas that you can do to fundraise money, mm-hmm. but then it always just seems like a big uphill battle. you know? It like, is, it's
1: hard, it's yeah. hard work, you know? Mm-hmm. But just people coming out of every corner just wanting to help has just been overwhelming for me. Because mm-hmm. you know it's always so funny, like Dom's the nice one and I'm the big, you know. Rah, yeah. rah, and it's just, just the people that have come out to help is just incredible mm-hmm. or that want to be a part of it.
0: Um, it's just amazing for his campaign you helped him raise over 51,000 is that mm-hmm. correct we did that's exciting so I
1: have to do more I can't let you absolutely do <laughs> so this is kind of like a battle between him and I than it is anything else
0: I know right so, competing with yourself really that's right, exactly yeah <laughs> I
1: can't go less than that
0: um <laughs> did you even imagine that you were going to raise that much for his campaign no
1: no yeah
0: I wouldn't even have pictured it mm-hmm.
1: No, that was that was amazing and, and we've done this I mean I ran for Fiesta Queen when I was in high school right mm-hmm. you know and I didn't I didn't win because I like I said my parents were you know they came here and and I didn't have this big pool of family and I was running against people who had huge families mm-hmm. but we worked hard you mm-hmm. know and and it was for the church and yeah you know you do what you got to do and then my daughter ran for Fiesta Queen oh that's exciting. when she was um, going into her senior year mm-hmm. and we raised um $36,000 I think for her and that was huge. That's
0: incredible. Huge. That's incredible. And up
1: until I think this last year we had raised the most money. So that mm-hmm. was amazing. But the Fiesta Queen this year, she she did an incredible job. So That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I I literally can't wrap my head around that. Like I don't think that I would ever plan to. You know, I think we automatically just have these limitations set in yeah. our heads that we don't yeah. think we can go above certain, you know. No, amount.
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, we don't have family here, you know. I, yeah. have, I have people who i that have become family for me, mm-hmm. that will always be my family, but there's no bloodline family at all. Right. You know, my aunt and uncle have passed away, so.
0: What part of the East Coast were you from?
1: Uh, my mom is from Philadelphia. Okay. Bristol, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, um they're still there. My, um, my aunt is still there and my cousins are still there. So
0: we have a couple of listeners in Philly. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to Philly. (laughs) Um, what um what background do you guys have? Like, does your family have Italian, Italian, We're
1: Italian, and then my dad was Irish and German. Okay, he was the white boy. He came into the family as the total white boy. It was mm-hmm. hilarious.
0: So be, having a strong Italian background, then you must have kind of felt right at home almost coming here. It was easy to come here. Yeah, it
1: really, really was. And I grew up on Seventeenth in Mesa, mm-hmm. so that was a big Italian community back then.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. yep. and my
1: dad's from Kentucky, mm-hmm. Louisville, Kentucky. So you know. He was from a farm town, and it was in the outskirts. But um, he was on the East Coast when he met my mom working, mm-hmm. and then they brought us he, here. Yeah.
0: What was it like moving here?
1: You know what? I was so little, I really don't. I you just went, you just did. We drove across country. Oh. With wow. no seatbelt. Wow. I think that's hilarious. There was no seatbelt laws back then, and we drove across country. And um, my mom had her sister, here, so it was a no brainer.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So he did he get like an LA job, and you guys kind of settled in San Pedro.
1: He worked for Magnavox in Torrance, mm-hmm. and um, he had like government clearance and stuff. So he worked for the government part of it, mm-hmm. and uh, we just settled in San Pedro because my aunt was here.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah, and we stayed. We never left. That's awesome. Now you're one of the Pedro families. I am. I am
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Um, so I wanted to ask a little bit about what you, um, where you kind of get your fundraising passion from.
1: Um, I just, I've always wanted to give back. I always like to embrace certain charities that are really, really important to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when you're, you go through Catholic school, you always give back to the church. So Fiesta Queen was an easy one. And then as we got older and and we raised our kids, we got more involved in the community Mm -hmm. aspect of, I've always been a teacher. Mm -hmm. So I've always been involved in school life and I just think our teens are so important. Yeah. And I've always wanted to, just, I like to stay in that realm of fundraising for kids. Mm-hmm. And Pola was Dave's charity when mm-hmm. we first ran. And then my husband was all about teens. It was Boys and Girls Club, Pedro High Football, you know, and Pola. He raised, I said, if I'm going to do the work, you're going to raise money for my school too. Yeah. And then, and the same thing here. And then um, my daughter is an absolute animal lover beyond belief and so I've embraced that too and when you meet Teresa Sardisco it's that's an easy yes. Mm-hmm. She's just phenomenal. What is
0: she? Um Pet Pal. P- okay, that's what I thought. Her passion is beyond. I've heard about her. I've heard mm-hmm. great things about her. She
1: would be a great one.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Great. I'd love to have her. Um so were you part of Polo when they first started? Here? I
1: came in on their first graduation so I came in year four okay so I've been there for 11 years this
0: year that's exciting yeah I think um, I remember when they were building it and mm-hmm. I remember wishing that it was kind of available for me to go to high school because um, I ended up traveling to Huntington Beach and go to a private school really? um, yeah well wow. we were looking for a, a Christian private school that was a little mm. bit bigger you know kind of had a little bit more of the classroom setting absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pola always was really cool. In it's fact, great school. my brother went for a couple of years mm-hmm. and just hearing what he was learning about, like the history of the port, which was, I mean, that was awesome. I was like, I want to learn
1: that. And we've completely evolved now. We're a CTE campus. Okay. So it's all career tech. Our kids leave there certified. Wow. They can get paid internships. I, it's just, it's a phenomenal school. That's
0: amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That sounds great. Yeah. And so what's the attendance like?
1: We're about to 930, 9.40. Oh wow! Yeah, we're at capacity, so we're doing we're doing good things over there. That's good. But our kids leave with um, welding certificates, construction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a it's a great environment.
0: That's mind blowing. Yeah. I think um, you know I've talked about this before in the few the you know previous episodes, but those trades aren't you know getting pushed enough you know in school I think everybody's kind of going into that college filter and I mean I totally respect college I think that I went to college I got my degree it's been super helpful in getting you know a well a good-paying job Mm -hmm. Um, but there's so many so many of us drowning in debt and so many of us you know without technical skills we couldn't fall back on absolutely you know
1: know, college isn't for every kid Mm -hmm. but success is for every kid so yeah you know
0: i i totally agree that's awesome um so are you you said you were a teacher there
1: what i am the leadership director there okay i started out at holy trinity um i taught sixth grade and then i went on to eighth grade okay and i did all the musical productions there Mm -hmm. and then it just it was just time to move on i wanted something a little bit more so pola came around and i taught life skills my first year there okay and they had nobody like running events there and stuff i'm like Mm -hmm. So they pulled me out of the classroom put me in an office. So now I run all their events, all their non-curricular things. That's I do exciting. teach one class. I teach reading intervention mm-hmm. to help kids boost their um, reading comprehension. So oh, that's awesome. I do teach one period, but okay. I have it. I have the fun job. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, I realize I'm saying awesome a lot, but, you know, that's it's okay. early in the morning. <laughs> it is awesome.
1: It's awesome to be here.
0: Thank you. Um, well, it's very exciting. It sounds like you're very involved in the community. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit about um, some of the things you love about Pedro and growing up here.
1: Um, I just really loved the community aspect of it. Um, everybody knew everybody,
0: mm-hmm. which is a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Everybody
1: knows your business. <laughs> That's so, so true. Um, but it's just that it, it, you can go somewhere and feel welcome no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, like I said, I know I emphasize being an only child, but you know, you need that community around you. And, um, just being involved in in certain uh, clubs and activities and now the charities just was an easy fit for me because of how close everybody is. You know, everybody's involved in something. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be that too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was good. So So, um, so. why don't we talk about your charities? So be emotional all over again. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, tell us some stories about your experience with charity.
1: Two years ago, I was approached by um, Rona Luna, mm-hmm. who is the president of Maria's Closet, and she said, I want to do this for girls. And she had taken in a girl the year prior and took her shopping, you know, let's get you a prom dress, let's get you shoes, let's get you everything. Mm-hmm. And it just touched her so immensely mm-hmm. that she formed Maria's Closet. And we dress girls who couldn't, afford to go to prom mm. and um we have exploded last year we dressed over about 80 girls wow this year next saturday next sunday is mm-hmm. our big give and we will dress close to 200 girls wow
0: that's amazing. and we not only
1: give them dresses and these dresses are the the majority of them are brand new with tags on them beaded sequenced, plain all sizes from zero to you know whatever any girl needs we make sure we have it we give them purses to match, we give them mm-hmm. earrings to match. Last year they left with $250 worth of makeup. Wow. We have girls there teaching them how to do smokey eye. We yeah. have alterations available. It's light alterations and I left there last year just overwhelmed just to see these these girls were crying. Mm-hmm. We have girls who are living in their cars. Yeah. We have girls that just and you know, this year we had uh, one little girl who said, I, I can't come get a dress because I can't afford to go to prom. Well, by God, we're going to help her go to prom. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift from God that Ronna came and found me. So I am, she's stuck with me now forever.
0: I, I think, um, you know, for people out there who don't understand, like, what a big deal it is. I mean, prom is such a big memory from it's your huge. high school. Like, it's huge.
1: Yeah. I, I still remember my prom. I'm I old. do too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I know. I don't think I'll ever forget it. All no. the stories that you have from there, the the just being there with your friends at a nice event where you can celebrate, you know, your, your time in high school. Yeah.
1: And to see a girl light up when she puts on that dress. Yeah. And we have a little sign that says, I said yes to the prom dress. It's just, it's such an overwhelming, amazing day. Oh. And it's just, it. it just, I will never leave till I die of that charity. So, I
0: mean, for when you're in that age, you're in your adolescence and I mean, prom is such a big deal, especially Huge. if you have a date and, and to not be able to, to think that you're not going to be able to go because you can't afford it or because it's just not accessible for you. Mm-hmm. It is. It's heartbreaking and mm-hmm. it's devastating if you're mm-hmm. that person, you know, Exactly. so I can see what an impact this must have on young girls. That That's amazing. Is, that really is. It's amazing. So do you get donations of dresses? We get donations of
1: okay. dresses. Um, we, you know, slightly used. We don't want it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, we now have designers.
0: Oh, my god. That gosh. design
1: for the Golden Globes that are sending us dresses. We've uh, gotten that big.
0: Wow. Yeah, in two years. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew about this because I, well, actually, I've given away my dresses to, um, the, my parents' church in Carson sure. actually does a similar thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've donated my dresses there because you really only wear them the one time. Right, right. I've never reworn my you prom dress. You don't You
1: don't redo that. No. You can't redo a prom dress.
0: <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so
1: um, it's... it's- it's just an amazing, overwhelming experience, and yeah. it feels so good leaving there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all exhausted, but it's That's just, like, important. the best exhaustion ever.
0: So you guys must get really busy then, right around, what, like, May, our, June.
1: June? January, we have our big, huge fundraiser. Okay. February, actually, we have our big, huge fundraiser, because it's expensive. We have to pay for storage, yeah. dry cleaning a 1,000 dresses. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of expense that goes along with it, and now we want to go into scholarships. Oh, wow, so, yeah. So, you know, it's a constant ongoing things so raising Mm. money for her was a no-brainer
0: yeah you don't think about the logistics of it you do you probably need like a storage unit a lot of work we buy the jewelry we buy the purse i mean do you like steam all the dresses
1: we will be steaming next saturday (laughs) oh my
0: gosh hours
1: to make sure everything is perfect yeah
0: because those are the things that go into it like there's a lot of prep work that goes into looking good for prom there is yeah yep And um, you mentioned the other uh, charities that you have. Hydro Pet Pals is mm-hmm. my other charity. And um, the work that Teresa does for
1: those animals is just, it's so beautiful. She unites people with the animals. She promotes it. And they just bought this huge bus. I haven't been on the bus yet, but it's huge. And um, these little babies need our help, you know. They yeah. need someone to speak for them because they can't. Yeah. So, And people need love, you know. She she does amazing. Um, people she's like the pipe piper mm-hmm. you know she calls and people come oh you just that's meet, awesome she, you're drawn to her to be a part of her world and yeah that was an easy call too
0: um where where is she located
1: um she's all i mean she's
0: okay virtual she, she's everywhere she's kind she, of everywhere
1: she owns and runs M um, dominic's pizza on western oh pizza very cool
0: yeah. so we get a little good food going too so that's a really good yeah. combo uh, pets and pizza.
1: Exactly. Oh, that sounds like a fundraiser.
0: That does sound like a fundraiser. So, um, just curious how it works. Does she take in pets or no. Does she take care of pets? I'm
1: no, she she brings people together, mm-hmm. you know, and she offers free vaccinations. She gives certificates, um, she, okay. she raises the money to give certificates to people to spay and neuter their pets. And okay, she, she's more like the caregiver, the facilitator, yeah. You know, so, a lot she, of people because she would take in every friggin' dog that needed to be taken in if it was up to her, yeah. So
0: that's um, you don't think about that when you have a pet, you know, and some people who have a pet, don't have the means to necessarily take care of them, you know, get their vaccinations or get them spayed or neutered. Right, right. And pets can be, you know, I don't know if you listened to Rudy's episode. No, not okay. yet. Um, if you get a chance. yeah, I he will. He talks a little bit about it and just says for mental health purposes, pets can be such a huge. Huge. Yeah, can be such a huge help to, to somebody who exactly. has any mental health problems. We've had
1: a few students at school who have, um, anxiety dogs that Mm -hmm. they get to bring with them oh wow it's so cute you see dogs
0: running in the hallway but Mm -hmm. they're so sweet yeah i mean i don't know if anyone you know who hasn't had pets probably hasn't experienced this but if you've had pets before you know what it's like to come home totally drained totally either either upset or in a bad mood see your dog and just be completely uplifted unconditional love yeah
1: yeah, they may want a biscuit but at least they're acting like they love you yeah so it's all
0: good (laughs) Okay, well, and
1: actually, Pola's my last chair.
0: Yes, um, actually, this is a good time for a break um, so that we can go in and talk more a little bit about Pola and some of the goals you want to do um, set for Pola. And yeah, we'll wrap it up after that. Hey guys, fun fact Did you know that Badfish was the official carrier of all 3 Fish merchandise? Find the Three Eyed Fish shirts and other Pedro inspired apparel at their store on 6th Street between Mesa and Center in downtown San Pedro. Or visit them at their website, badfishclothing.com. Listeners of the podcast get an extra 10% off their purchase when they use promo code HELLO SP at checkout, online or in stores. Thanks, Badfish! All right so your last charity is Pola
1: my last charity is of Los Angeles High School mm-hmm. and so many kids call me mom so that's that was easy too mm-hmm. and um, it's such a great place I like I love going to work every day mm-hmm. and like I said I have the best job on the planet I'm off campus a lot I work in the community and and I love my kids. Yeah. They're just great kids. I've never been to a school where it's so accepting. Mm-hmm. They love everybody. There's no. There's we don't have issues like that at all. Mm-hmm. Everybody and everybody has a niche. Every group, every club, every outlook of life has a place at Pola, and that's why I love my school so much. That's
0: that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are some goals that you set for for Pola as far as like what you'd like to see happen there or?
1: God, I just would love our career tech program to even expand more like nursing and home ec and
0: what are the ones that they're covering right now
1: i won't get them all i know i won't but we <laughs> do um photoshop adobe photo uh construction welding those
0: you know, right there are I'm incredible missing, I know i'm
1: missing stuff but um it's we have our own um college career center mm-hmm. um we have three counselors wow. we have mm-hmm. an emotional social counselors i mean we really take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. Our kids know that they're they have a second family there. Yeah, that's so, so important too. I would too. just love it to grow. I'd I'd love cooking to be brought on. Mm-hmm. Home ec. Yeah. You know, it has to come back. I, I think still so still too. Have to come back. I think Auto so shop. too.
0: I never got any of those skills. Like I was never really taught any of those skills, like in a formal environment. Mm-hmm. And when you have, I mean, the it's just everything's different you know it's not like the 1950s where you know moms were at home constantly cooking teaching their daughters how to cook too it is completely different we have two working parents in the home most of the time Um, and dinner is usually left up to whoever has the time or capacity to take care of it and there's been a lot of you know what do you call it like convenient foods that we have gotten used to and tricks and stuff so a lot of us didn't grow up with that knowledge of how to actually cook a full-on meal just the basics yeah and here we are on youtube and on blogs trying to figure out how to do all this stuff from scratch
1: exactly and you know what I know this is gonna sound silly, but I think boys should have to learn how to treat a lady. Oh yeah. And I think women need to learn how to treat a man equally and, and, and pull the chair out for a lady. I mean, these are skills that not every kid ever gets, you mm-hmm. know. When I first started working at Up, I like I said, I taught life skills and we I taught them the basic four step on how to like okay. ask a girl out on a date. And, uh-huh. and they're They're, like, looking at me. They've never seen a checkbook because they use their debit cards. And it's crazy, you know, and I I think we need to bring some of those skills back.
0: Oh, financial literacy is something that should be brought back, like... Yeah. today Absolutely. we're very lucky we
1: have, we have a financial class that teaches our kids about oh, stocks and balancing checkbooks and, and we that is one class that we have that is that wonderful. is so
0: important mm-hmm. I mean we leave we leave from college I mean we leave from high school get thrown into college you know where they used to actually mm-hmm. sign us up for credit cards yep. um, luckily that's not been a thing because it, you know it was in fact predatory right <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. luckily but we still have to go in and learn how to pay our own rent and learn how to buy our groceries and how to make a paycheck like last and figure out how much you need to put in savings we don't get taught any of those Absolutely. things Absolutely, you're right mm-hmm. you're right
1: but I just think our youth is just so incredibly important I think we need to invest as much as we can into the youth and They're going to be taking care of me when I'm drooling, sitting in a wheelchair. So you know what? I need to build them up now.
0: I completely agree. And when when you look at the country and you look at all the major issues, when you look at some of the threats in our, you know, in our country, in our economy, in our safety, it kind of can all be. It can all go back to like childhood. You know, Um, a lot of mental health issues go to childhood. And when you think like, why aren't we, why aren't we prioritizing that? Fostering
1: our children. Yeah. I'm I'm a mom first. I mean, no, I, all of this could go away, and I'm a mom first. And I just I just wanted to give my kids everything I possibly could. Not I'm not talking about physical things or monetary things, just skills and 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 appreciation yeah. for the people around them. Mm-hmm. And and that that was just so important to my husband and I. You know, mm-hmm. and they're not because they're mine, but they are two amazing kids. And my daughter married an amazing man. So
0: that's ex- that's really you know, great. Yeah.
1: She, she, she found a good partner, so we're good.
0: That's good. That's always good to hear. Yeah. Mateo's, Mateo's my other child. <laughs> I love him to death. Um, well, something I always like to ask my guests when they come on here um, is what are some of the, the things that concern you about all the changes going on locally and then some things that excite you? But we can talk about the concerns first.
1: Um, my son worked at call mm-hmm. Restaurant. Um, Um, for quite a few years mm -hmm. and that was a tough one to watch go away you know but on the positive side I want that place down there redeveloped and amazing I travel a lot and I see what port towns can do Mm -hmm. and that we should have a gorgeous walkway down there with amazing restaurants and, and and bring in an amphitheater down there where we can have local concerts why not that's why not thing. us?
0: That's one thing we don't have is like venues. We don't have big venues. And our
1: teens have nowhere to go around here. Mm-hmm. They have they have to go out into Torrance or LA and, and it's like, why not us?
0: Constantly driving her kids to like Delamo, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. How
1: many times can they walk that mall? Yeah. You know, we need to bring in businesses here and thrive and, and rebuild Pacific and, and and you know, give this town a facelift that it needs mm-hmm. and, and people just need to get in and, and, and stop worrying about little semantic stuff and stop complaining. The complaining that goes on on Facebook breaks my heart. I know. Spend your energy doing something positive instead of whining and complaining about stuff that we can't control. Mm-hmm. But let's figure out a way to fix it.
0: Yeah. You know, you know I, I think that's, that's definitely something that needs to be said. I understand we all feel a little bit differently about some of the redevelopment. I understand why there are a lot of concerns but there's a difference between you know complaining and fostering a lot of negativity Absolutely. and actually saying like hey this is a major concern we should probably address it you know exactly two different two different things and i think a lot of the things that get carried away with on Facebook are the very
1: sad yeah it's the very, negative very sad. yeah
0: but luckily not everybody feels that way absolutely mm-hmm. there's a lot of people and I, I keep meeting more of them and it's and it's people who are enthusiastic about the changes and bringing awareness to it and bringing awareness to you know, it there's yeah there's the
1: positive of it let's focus on the positive
0: also we have people who who are excited but you know like we're all kind of we all have our eyes open so nothing's gonna go down that we don't really like you know exactly and that, that's just
1: powerful oh yeah we're mighty mm-hmm. and we have a big voice we may be small but we have a big voice.
0: Yeah. I keep learning more and more about that. You know, I'm like, wow, we have a lot of people who are involved. I didn't realize how many people were so involved in the communities. Like everyone I meet is either goes to their local neighborhood council meetings or they're involved in some other, you know, the chamber of commerce. Absolutely. You have to. Yeah. And yeah. But
1: so. my thing is don't complain if you're not going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't hide behind your keyboard Mm -hmm. and type all this negative garbage and then not go to one single meeting to change something. Right. Right. That's where I have no respect.
0: Mm -hmm. But I can, I definitely agree with that. Who doesn't agree with that? Yeah. You can't just be spewing all this stuff and not actively be working toward a better solution. That's true. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, I guess you're excited then about the new San Pedro public market. I
1: am. I think it's going to be a great addition to this town. I think it's going to give us a nice little boost.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you about um, having a place locally to do stuff because, you know, being someone who was in their early 20s when there really wasn't a ton going on, uh, yeah, we went to Long Beach, we went to Hollywood, we went to Beho, we went to Torrance.
1: What if we didn't have to fly to Vegas to see Celine Dion and Pink and, and Gwen Stefani? Yeah. What if he came to us? Like, that, that would, would be... That would be so cool.
0: We're technically L.A. It's like a big destination. Look
1: how much filming goes on around here.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: We are a hot ticket. We need to jump on it while it's hot.
0: We are. I don't think people realize how many of their films, their favorite TV shows and movies, have, like, feature San Pedro in it.
1: Well, you know what's so funny? We have a lot of people that come visit us um, from out of town. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that my husband and I do is we drive them around Pedro and show them all the things that they know about that was filmed here. Mm-hmm. Hand of God, SOA, all these movies and the Korean bell. How many times has that been in a commercial? Oh, and they're totally. Like, and they're like in awe that it's here. In yeah. this little town. They're all you know? here. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't that crazy? That's the best. So we like, do a Pedro tour. Even like the coast right there. It's mm-hmm. like how many times do you see that photo on like billboards? Exactly. I can count like two or three billboards for different things that I've seen our beautiful point vermin on. It's us. Yeah. It's us people. Mm-hmm. Um. yeah I always like when people don't know where I'm from I always tell them Charlie's Angels got in 60 seconds exactly. like I like list right. them all out
1: exactly. well and Sons of Anarchy was a huge yeah. huge draw here that's
0: right I never got into Sons of Anarchy oh you have to I know so I've never got into it, and my mom, like somebody, I don't know if it was my mom, somebody told me that I really needed to. It's amazing. But You'll then binge it. the buzz, like it was, I was just so behind at that point, <laughs> so I never got into it.
1: What did she do? Mm-hmm. You can't stop watching.
0: I'm a binger too. Like, I will binge. That's what I do too. I will do all of I don't of
1: have it. a lot of time, so when I have time, I catch up on whatever
0: I catch up on. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. Now that I'm a mom, I totally get it. There's like mm-hmm. zero time for yourself. So when you have those like two hours, you know, after everybody goes to bed, you're just like, oh, I got two hours. Absolutely that's two right. episodes. that's a gift. Yeah. At gift. this rate, <laughs> I'll finish the season at, <laughs> in three months. No, I think somehow we always find a way to get it over with. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I'm really excited to meet you. Um, why don't you go ahead and list where people can follow your campaign and um, where people can follow you and then go over your, your charities one more time. So. Okay.
1: Um, you can find me on Pam Mama Bear Costa uh, for San Pedro Mayor on Facebook and Costa for SP Mayor on Instagram. Um, I have a GoFundMe up under the same under the same name. Okay. Um, please, I don't know when this is going to be airing. This Thursday. This Thursday. Okay, so I have a huge, huge event coming up um, that I'm going to launch this Wednesday, but I'll give you a little sneak peek. Um, we're doing a 5K for two legs mm-hmm. and a 2K for four legs on April 27th. Okay. On a Saturday at 22nd Street Park. And um, just go on Facebook and there'll be a lot of information regarding that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: so it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: And where can people follow your charities? Do you know?
1: Um, Maria's Closet is on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Joe Pat Powell's is under the same name on on Facebook and Instagram. And Port of Los Angeles High on Instagram. And Port of Los Angeles High School on Facebook.
0: Awesome. And um, don't worry, all of you listeners, I will have everything in the show notes. So they can just easily click on it and then Absolutely. follow you, yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm very excited for this honorary mayor race. It's really exciting. It is um, very exciting. There's so many awesome events, too. I think, like, no one's going to be bored for the next couple months. Oh, no, we're
1: going to keep Pedro busy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, between all of the mayors and all of the cool events going on, I think it's going to be, like, a lot of fun.
1: We are. We're all having a good time.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you for having me. I loved it. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Cryptospace, San Pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge. Be sure to learn more at CryptospaceUS.com. Speaking of sponsors, Cryptospace actually has a lot of exciting things in the works right now. I'm hoping to make an announcement in the coming episodes. Also, tonight is First Thursday, and Badfish is actually having a coffee pop up at the shop tonight um, by Trinity CBC. So it looks like it's going to be a fun night. And don't forget to bring your photos of um, historical San Pedro if you got them. Uh, anyways, I hope all of you have a wonderful weekend, and thank you so much for listening. Be sure to leave us a review if you like us. Have a good one.